Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Focused Alpha, your weekly Solana NFT show. This is one of our weekly recap shows where we will be covering the week of March 23rd to March 30th, 2022. There's a lot going on this week, so, you know, we can just get right into it. As with all episodes of this podcast, the information provided here is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing should be taken as financial advice. The NFT space is incredibly risky. Please do not invest more money than you can afford to lose. All right, with that, let's get right into the show. All right, we are back, and what a week, man. This is a crazy Ooh. past seven days. So we got a lot to cover yeah. today. Let me get my notes up. Uh, we don't even, I don't even have to ask you how your week was because it's just been madness all around. So first of all, I guess the biggest news, we can start with that and then kind of get into everything else that's kind of happened that almost became like secondary news almost to some respects. So OpenSea finally announced the worst kept secret on Solana. That they are <laughs> going to be... Uh, featuring Solana NFTs in their marketplace, which is huge. Um, I mean, like I've talked to like a lot of other project owners who have told me privately that, yeah, it's coming. It's going to be soon. So, um, and, and we've seen coming leading up to this past week, you know, some of these projects that were kind of dormant for a bit start to pop a little bit. So such as like famous Fox, DJ apes, um, you know, like these kind of like more OG kind of projects started to come up like Solana monkey business suddenly found new life over the past week prior to the announcement. So I, I really do think there was a bunch of insiders buying up, you know, the blue chip collections or what they would perceive as to be OG blue chip Solana NFTs prior to the OpenSea announcement. I think that's what we're seeing. And, and, and it's still going up, man. Like there's still a lot of hype come, come in and around this, this announcement. What do you think is going to happen to the, the Solana NFT ecosystem now with OpenSea coming in? Yeah, I was kind of chatting with some other guys and parts of me feels like those major projects that have been building and are more established, you know, your, your blue chips and your, and, and the ones that are close to that, they're going to continue to do well. They're going to probably like, uh, you know, they're just, they're just going to do a lot better. And then it's going to be probably a lot harder for those other guys, you know, those ones that are obvious rugs or they're just not trying as hard there that gap between those two types of projects is just going to get wider um i'm sure you're probably going to still have those some of those few small projects that people just love you know i mean you have those on on ethereum and everything but um for the ones that are currently out there now that gap's gonna really widen out that makes sense and I, I, that might actually be healthier for the ecosystem as a whole, the Solana ecosystem. There's so many oh, rugs totally. and so many, these like low effort derivative projects. And I think people are still in this very major cash grab mm-hmm. uh, feeling right now for the Solana NFT ecosystem. And when we can start to highlight more of these solid projects and kind of set that as the standard, like the standard is you do an NFT project. You don't just hire somebody on Fiverr for 500 bucks and then hire somebody on Fiverr to spin up your candy machine and copy and paste a roadmap. Like you can't do that anymore. It has to be thoughtful. You have to be building for a long-term, basically running a business. And that's how I've always viewed um, NFT projects right from the start. And uh, (laughs) it was only when I joined MonkeyDAO, I started degening a little bit more. But prior to MonkeyDAO, it was really like, who's the team? Who is the, what are they working on? What are the team's credentials? These are all of the things that I, I invested in. So like I invested in V friends, I, I minted V friends, you know, I bought uh, on Ethereum, Doge pound, you know, some of the Robotos I, I minted and bought these things really early because I looked at the team and the roadmap and what they were trying to do. And I think that's 
kind of the standard on Ethereum. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that being the standard on Solana too, where people take that level of due diligence a little bit more seriously, because I think that's super important, you know? Um, sure. Yeah, that... I think it, I think for Solana, it's, I don't want to say it's been fun because I don't know if it's, if things can still continue, but it's been fun to see this exploratory um uh, um, time in, in, in this space, yeah. you know, like all this degenning and stuff like that, you know, everyone's going to look back and be like, dude, that was super fun. Like, like yeah. we totally spent so much money on this project and it just tanked, but Hey, you know, this is where we like proved, proved the system. This is where we just started gaining notoriety and stuff like right. that. And so it's a good time, but I don't mind pushing that away anymore yeah. and doing some proper projects. Well, I have no, I have no problem with the experimental projects. Like there's all, there yeah. will always be ideas that come out that are like seem hot and the, the thing like, so if it's for a great example of this, and this is not even isolated to Solana, the Olympus DAO and Olympus DAO forks that happened mm -hmm. on Ethereum and, and everywhere else, like Solana had Invictus DAO. That was like a fascinating idea, you know, like an attempt at mm -hmm. a fully decentralized reserve, federal reserve, essentially they're trying to build. It failed miserably, but I think there will be people that invested into Olympus DAO and things that lost money and they probably invested more money than they could afford to lose and they lost money. And so they're very upset about it. But I think it's like, those things are really interesting. And the fun things about this unexplored web three space where we're seeing that. And in Solana, because of the speed of transactions and the cost of transactions, I feel like we're iterating a lot faster than maybe Ethereum. Although to be fair, I haven't played in Ethereum's ecosystem for a bit, but I do know that a lot of the more interesting things are not on layer one anymore, just because it's, well, I heard layer one got it more cheap on Ethereum recently because no one's using it because the crypto market kind of crashed, but you know, they're experimenting on Polygon on, uh, what is that other one? Harmony and uh, Immutable X. Those are the side chains and layer twos that people are trying to do the experimentation on Ethereum. But I think with Solana, we are seeing a lot of that. So you know, like the whole Ponzinomics projects with, kicked off with, I don't know, which was the first Ponzinomics project that kind of kicked off? Was it Sea Shanties or was it something before that that kind of was, you know, super high emissions? I guess some people uh, are lumping Mindfolk into that Ponzinomic thing too, but, you know, Mindfolk yeah. have their ideas. A lot, but, you know, a lot like of that, people like to, a lot of people like to call dragons the first Ponzinomics. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't but, know. But, yeah, guess, so like, yeah. So that as, a, as an idea may fail in the future, but I think it's worth exploring. And I think that's what we're doing now. It's, and that's why it's exciting, right? Like we don't know what's going to work. Like for web two and web one, we kind of know, oh yeah, you, you build a website like this. This is how you do e-commerce. This is the best practices for, for tracking users and in, uh, optimizing CAC and LTV. You, all this is mapped out, right? Like what metrics hit, how to... Man Manipulate is a strong word with a lot of negative connotations, but essentially a lot of the web marketing, because I've, you know, run businesses in the past and I've talked to marketers and people that do online marketing, the average consumer has no shot, you know, like they, we, we, business owners know how to get you to do things that you didn't even know you wanted to do through marketing and messaging. But for web three, it's really like, nobody knows, like even the people that are supposed to be smart and in the top and controlling the space. They have no idea what's going to be the thing that actually works in the end. We're in this really exciting space. And so, yeah, OpenSea is a positive development for that. And I, if it helps to push legitimate projects and legitimate teams that are trying to build interesting things in Solana, I'm all for it. So, but that's huge. Like I, I was looking at the projects today, like pretty much every single one that got listed on that list that's going around is up and some a lot more up than others, but pretty much everything on that list that got 
that is out there is is up quite a bit so yeah. it's pretty I mean, crazy I, there's i think overall just this weird huge sense of euphoria not yeah. just in solana but the entire crypto space you know like i'm looking at at the um, coin marketplace right the now bitcoin chart is insane right now I, yeah everything is green except for tether <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> and so i mean that just goes to show like like i mean i have 11 percent fit 14 percent 30 percent third the 30 is solana which is crazy i know um, it's kind of sucks for me because i'm working on this project and i don't i wanted solana to stay low you know so i could <laughs> mint it at like one soul or something but oh man if it keeps going up to where it was a couple months ago that's gonna be brutal but yeah, yeah like everything's going up um so is this kind of do you feel this is a sell into the euphoria time period or like that has been that always is pretty solid advice right like you sell into euphoria because euphoria mm-hmm. never lasts forever uh are we at that peak euphoria at this moment where it would be a smart time to start taking profits on some of these more pro- like blue chip projects or do you really think that that open sea listings are is going to just take things to like a a level that we've never seen before for Solana? Um, I don't know if it necessarily is going to skyrocket the levels. I think definitely for for certain ones, maybe. Um, and, but when I say certain ones, it's only going to be like a, a very few, mm-hmm. like less than a handful. Um, uh, otherwise, in terms of selling off, I think there's certain projects for sure. Like now might be a good time. Depends. It depends on how you look at that team, whether or not they are consistently delivering stuff, but if they're a little faulty and not that, not that always on top of things, I think it's a good time to sell. Um, And and if it, if you don't, and and if it does continue up later on after that, then I mean, whatever you take, you took your profits, but if if you're willing to sell it, then I feel like it's probably not really a a good blue chip anyways. Right. Um, Right. Like for me, I have, I have no doubts. I'm not selling my dragon right now because I feel like it's going to do way better, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think this is the catalyst to obviously shoot it up to a higher potential, but um, there's other stuff like. Um, Some man, of the B, C or tier, right? B and C tier. Kind yeah. of like they're, they've been around, you know, people know who the project, but uh, yeah, like I, I'll give you an example. Like I'm not in it. So I can kind of, fudded or whatever like geckos is up huge right now i don't know if you've mm-hmm. looked at the geckos thing it's mm-hmm. like i think it was last time i checked it was at 17 or something and that is a project i mean it has potential because there are people that after they've transitioned it to the DAO ownership there are people stepping up to build in there so but it's a bet again on the team that you, if you think that this DAO leadership strategy structure can work to increase the value of a project which i still in my opinion thinks is an unproven model i think for just for me personally, I think leadership by committee is a terrible way to do leadership for these kind of fast moving projects. It's really hard to move as fast as you need to move. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's like, I, I would think that that might be a one that you would look at and be like, hmm, I'm not sure you could kind of I make agree. your decision on that, but I don't yeah. know. I don't have geckos. So, uh, and if you have geckos, I'm not trying to like tell people to dump it. It's just that, you know, you, you need to look at it and evaluate if whether or not this euphoria can continue on into open sea. But, yeah, um, and I think geckos. It's the, the tricky part about that is that it has it has a Solana roots, and there's yeah. a, there's very very much a you know, and that's like a homegrown project there, and right. it it didn't have that SMB exposure, um, to to carry them into something like OpenSea. But 
that's not to say obviously that it won't do well. Like they have, I know they have certain guys in their community that kind of act as more of a leadership, mm-hmm. but it's not like, it's not like, okay, they're going to hire, they're the responsible people to um, do the hiring of devs and stuff like that. Or yeah. whatever. I don't know. I don't know the details of it exactly, but yeah, I mean, not me neither. Um, so it could be like, that's the thing, right? Like I always say on the, on the show, you know, no matter what you say about a project, if you fight it or fade it, the devs always have a shot to prove you wrong. And I, and I love when that sure. happens. So. Sure. And, and if you do look in their Discord, they have some interesting collaborations. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how this works, but they have a League of Legends partnership. I don't understand what <laughs> Yeah, that that's is. interesting. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, like, heck, but if they can deliver those kinds of things, if they can do those kinds of things, then... Yeah, they're well on their way for success. Yes, yeah, that is true. Uh, it, you have to always be careful that they're not pulling a Lux kind of quote unquote partnership. Uh, like if you've read, like seen <laughs> some of the things that the Lux team, like the Lux team right. puts out, like we, we send the monkey out. They should be working in politics because they spin everything that they have, every minor thing that they do to like the utmost uh, positive way you could spin it. Like, oh, we were... We're, we're doing a partnership with the team and I'm fading Lux and I'm fighting Lux, but whatever. Like we're doing a partnership with this project and it turns out they just bought like an asset pack or something, you know, it's kind of like, that's kind of their track record. But anyways, uh, but yeah, man, like I've, I was looking at these projects and I'm in a lot of them. The, the problem for me is I only own one or two of a lot of them. So like mm-hmm. for me personally, like I'm never selling my SMB. Like I already sold one of them and that's good enough for me. The SMB is something that I, I, I derive so much more value from the, friends and connections that I've made in there than, than any, unless I can pay off my house, then I, maybe I might think about selling it. And if it gets to <laughs> ridiculous levels like that, then maybe, um, yeah. but yeah, like I'm in famous Fox, uh, you know, a bunch of these other kind of things that are pumping now. And speaking of things that are pumping the, the big, the biggest news of last week prior to the open sea announcement was Tom bought Solstice. <laughs> so poor oh, Tom, gosh, yeah. uh, purchased the Solstice project. He didn't give us an advanced warning in Monkey Dow this time. So, but we saw the price creeping up, and I was mm-hmm. watching it because I still have one. Like, why is it going up? And nobody in the Discord knew why. Like, I would go mm-hmm. into the Discord server for Solstice and say, like, why is the price going up? And people were like, nobody knows. We don't know. But uh, somebody knew uh, what was going somebody. on because yeah. it it was I sold one at nine point five or something, and it was like kind of a rarer one. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just take whatever I can get for this already. I've been holding it since midday. And then literally the day after I sold it, it started creeping up. It went to like 12 and then 15. And then I think it was around 16, 15 or 16 for a while or 14 to 16. And I was like, what is going on? And then Tom comes out with the announcement. Oh yeah, Tom, we bought Soulstead. So we're bringing it into the Tile family. It's like, what the heck? So now it's, uh, I didn't check it recently, but I think I last I checked it was around 35, 36, something around there, right? For a floor mm-hmm. solstice, which is amazing, like th- that's something I never thought would have happened ever again. I thought the project was was pretty much done for, right? Like the they they minted their citizens uh, collection, and I thought it was like, okay, yeah, they're probably just gonna ride off into the sunset because uh, Tom was kind of talking a little bit about not about the details of the deal, but you know, just giving us a rundown of what that solstice team has had accomplished until he purchased it. You know they they had done some insane number of of volume on the secondary market. Like I forget what it was like two hundred thousand soul on the secondary market or something. Mm. And if you were to calculate it based upon the prices of soul at the time that they were trading heavily with those insane prices, it's like 
one to two, one to three million dollars, somewhere in that range, you know, in royalties from their project that they've made, the team made. So, yeah, there he was just kind of telling us that, like, holy crap, I never even thought about that. So the team for Solstead's for 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 a mint that was like I forget how much it was, like 0.25 or something ridiculously yeah. low, right? When we minted right. it, yep. Mm-hmm. That project did phenomenally well, and those creators that, that they got a nice exit, uh, not exit in terms of like from Tom, but you know their project did a lot of revenue for them and they had their citizens mint as well and their citizens resales and but man, what a story. Yeah. I mean, that, they were definitely one of those projects where I was just like, Ooh, I, I don't see them going anywhere anytime right. soon. And, right. And like even the soul citizens thing or the, the citizens guys, I, I thought was, uh, it's a bit of a stretch, you know, like you're kind of reaching, but, um, but Hey, like, Let's see what Tom can do, right? right? I mean, that's the interesting question now is oh, what's he going to do with this? But the, yeah. <laughs> the, the most significant thing for citizens, Sol, the Solstead citizens, I had a bunch and I had them all listed under one because I was like, okay, I guess this is done. So I'm going to just list them all. And mm. then I wake up one morning and like, they all sold. Why did they all sell? And then I go <laughs> onto Discord and like, oh, Tom bought. So I was like, oh, man. I got I got one left now. And I think, I think the floor for those things are like 3.5 or something last I checked. It was. Yeah, really high like three something dang man um but yeah it really is a bet on tom because of his success with tile robotics and what he's been able to do with that project and so i think people want exposure they're treating yeah. c- citizens as some kind of exposure to tom and the soul port right. uh, universe uh, yeah. people don't really talk about like the the scrap that you get from Tyor and, and then all those other utilities, you know, mm-hmm. or the incubators. They talk about Tom. <laughs> right. Really yeah. Talking about. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. like I think we mentioned in the last podcast is that they're not you're buying into Tom, not not necessarily the NFT profit. That's true. Like, what would happen if Tom were to ever decide to sell Tyor Robotics to somebody else? Right. Like, that probably would be <laughs> like a like a negative news for 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 Tyre Robotics. I think people want Tom to be the guy, which again goes back to my point. Like, even whether people realize this or not, like people are trying to invest in teams and and people rather than art and the idea, because it's it really is the execution. I don't think anything that Tyre Robotics has really done has been super innovative yet, but it's just been very very well executed, like every single mm-hmm. step. So, yeah, yeah. Tom is Tom's the man, but uh, I don't know, man. We got so much other things that happen. Like the other things that happen don't seem nearly as big as those other two things. Zayson Raptors minted uh, yeah. over the weekend. When you were in that, you had whitelist for that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that pretty much went kind of as everyone expected, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I guess the only difference is all the flutters wanted it to go down. Like <laughs> yeah, so they could blankies. pick up. Yeah. <laughs> or they pick up or just to be or just to laugh at the yeah, whole the, the whole way yeah. yeah raptors have been going like i guess everyone's complaint is that it's just all completely uh influencer hyped and um you know getting the whitelist is all to to favor the people that they like mm-hmm. and that the team likes but um right i don't know they seem to be doing okay so far you um, didn't sell yours you're holding on to it yeah, I mean, I'm holding on to it. And I feel like the Fudders do have some point in the sense that there's definitely a lot of influencer backing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's some good heavy money in there. Um, and But beside those points, there's a definite roadmap. Um, some of the guys that do ha- that have seen the roadmap think it's really good. So, um, and, you know, I, I kind of trust those people that, that have been telling me that. 
So I've kept mine, but uh, at the prices, I can't buy another one. So I'm, <laughs> it, it, it just, to me, I can't, I feel like I can't do that. Right. But um, I don't know. Yeah, what that's is, a hold for me. What is it at today? The floor price for the right It's things? at 37 right now. Oh, wow. So it's been okay. hovering between 30 and 40. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's kind of, it's, it's doing pretty well. I think, um, so have you seen the roadmap? Or is, is it kind of still no. secret? Yeah, it's still secret. Okay. I mean, it's kind of, I think the only thing that people really know is that it's generally, um, you know, like most other projects, there's some sort of tokenomics to it and some sort of breeding to it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've dropped tokens already. Um, I got some, I think, last night. But um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're working towards something. So it's quiet right now. So I guess everybody's just kind of waiting. <laughs> yeah. But all things, like considering that we're just in a in a waiting zone. It's a pretty high floor. Yeah, I mean that that is a really high floor for a new project. The thing I yeah. think about for Zaysan Raptors is there. I mean, their challenge is going to be so. I mean, they're doing really well. The floor price is really high. Is that for for people new to the project or new to the space or people that are haven't been in Salon for too long? They're going to look at Zaysan Raptors and they're going to look at dragons, mm-hmm. and they're going to it it it's not immediately clear the difference between the two collections because they're they're visually very similar to some extent Mm -hmm. and uh so i think for the for the raptors they're really going to need to define their own path in terms of utility for the token their their roadmap needs to be innovative in a way that's not just like a carbon copy of dragons or else people are just going to call it off as like a derivative almost like a derivative copycat project and that yeah. will will handy will like kind of hamstring their growth potential. So I'm not fighting. I don't have one, but I think that is a legitimate concern for not holders, but for the team. You know, like they, they need they they chose to create art. I think I think I heard it was the same artist, right? As dragons or something really it's, close. It's a friend. Yeah, it's a okay. it's a close friend of this of the same artist. Yeah. So yeah. So I was like, you know, they chose to create an art style that's incredibly similar to the biggest project on Solana or one of the most desired projects. And so like, because of that, they're already starting at a place of they're going to be compared to dragons for the rest of their, of time, essentially, you know, like this, it, the, the, the link is inescapable. And so they're going to need to kind of figure out their own way uh, from that. Yeah. They can't, they can't duplicate the same kind of roadmap that dragons has or, or anybody else for that matter. They have to try to do something different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's all Otherwise, I mean, otherwise they're not going to reach that top level potential. Like, I feel like people look at this one and compared to dragons, like they, they don't think it will ever get to that level. Obviously mm-hmm. there's a hope, but I don't think we'll ever get to that level. We'll always see it as underneath it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's why in order for them to get to an equal level or higher, it has to be something groundbreaking or something different. Right. And uh, what what is already out there? What was the supply for Raptors? About fifteen hundred. Okay, so it's a relatively small collection too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, mean, I yeah, I like it. It looks good. I mean, yeah, the art's great. Yeah, the art's great. It looks looks a bit similar, I suppose. Um, but I don't know. I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a great great point about you know like the FUD coming in around the influencer hype and influencer insider kind of, you know, rich getting richer kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, play and which is, 
it is true for a lot of these extremely hyped projects. It really does seem like, oh, Google's only whitelist sometimes, you know, <laughs> it's kind of those things. Which project was it that had like, was it Daku Reapers or like one of them, right? It was like Google's held like almost all of the the whitelist spots or something. I forget which one it was. And Daku yeah, Reapers I, is like I think, rugged, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. But, uh, I think Fuji was very, Fuji? Google's Fuji. Mm-hmm. Um, That's right. Yeah. Fuji Lions was pretty high in the Google count. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like there is uh, pros and cons to that. Like usually I, that's, a, that's what I'm trying to figure out too, right? Like is the, you know, we, we see a project like Remnants, who, which minted with very little fanfare from blue chips or from whales or from anybody. It was basically, you could mint it at public if you wanted to, or their whitelist was, I think it wasn't that hard to get on whitelist. I somehow got on whitelist, I think through MonkeyDAO. Mint wasn't super fast, but you know the people that minted and played the game and actually used it, those guys are like new, almost like new, a new type of whale now. Like we have, there's that guy, that later nerd, eight hundred eight guy. I don't know how much, how many remnants he has, but he has a ton, right? <laughs> so, yeah. And like I think that might be healthier than projects launching with just you know these already people that have a lot of money and have a lot of. Things. I'm not sure. Like, I'm trying to figure this out myself for my project because, yeah, like, I, it, ideally, like, my I, idealistic self is, you know, reward people that see value in what you're doing and, you know, hold it and use the thing. And, and if it's somebody that, you know, they don't really have anything else other than your project, I want those people to win the most. So uh, yeah. it, it's definitely a diff- an interesting meta to see how that, how it, this kind of continues and plays out in Solana, especially with the, the open sea kind of things going on. And if there is ETH. NFT collector crossovers in the future, like you know, I don't know how big the whales. The whales in Ethereum are so much bigger than the whales in Solana too. So mm. it should be interesting to to track that. I mean, I think there's yeah, there's definitely those whales that that invest on the actual project, and but then there's also those influencers that basically are trying to whale a project and then just dump it whenever right, right? like yeah. I, I think that's the important part is that to, to distinguish those guys that are just trying to literally influence a project mm-hmm. but by their own wallet or their their own clout but there's also those other ones that have that same amount of money or whatever but and, and influence but they actually hold uh hold and enjoy projects you know yeah that that that's that is their conviction is that they actually like this project so mm-hmm. i think it's always important to find those guys um especially if you're trying to make a project or something like that yeah 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 it's interesting it, it's it really is uh it's been cool for me to to work on a project uh you know so if you're listening and you've never listened to podcast shin sengoku is my project we're working on it um really hard but you know i've been connecting a lot more with builders and like i talked to Stutterwood a lot, the remnants founder, I talk to the catch King guys all the time. And there really is, I, I think it's so cool. Like a lot of these people that are actually building real things, they're, they're in it for more than just building an NFT collection. They really are trying to build the next version of the internet, this web three idea, mm. which I think is really powerful and fascinating. Like, I, I don't know if you listened to my interview with the, the crypto um, quest guys, the one that I did uh, last week. Not yet. Not so yet. yeah, I mean, if, if people did listen to like that, those guys are, I'm right on the same page as those guys. So in that interview, Theo is one of the co-founders. He talks about like his, his motivations and incentives for building crypto quests. And he's talking about, yeah, we want to build a game. We want to build it, make a fun thing, but we're really seeing this as 
he, the way that he was talking about seeing the world is, you know, like we're seeing automation come in. That's going to take away a lot of these low skill jobs that, you know, currently are being filled by humans. And he's like, to be a part of creating a framework where, you know, these people who may be displaced by automation will not feel disenfranchised because they have options and opportunities to earn a living doing something different, but, but uh, reachable for them, right? Like playing a game and being able to earn a living doing that, being a professional, quote unquote, professional gamer, but not having to Twitch stream or be at that level of like competitive gaming. He, he's, that's his dream is like, he's a part of that, that process of transitioning into this, this almost like people always quote ready player one as like a negative thing, but you know, like transitioning into this world where the options are there basically for people that are, you know, they're, they're looking at their jobs, the job prospects of the future. They're seeing automation come in. They're seeing, uh, you know, like labor practices and the way that things are going, at least in America, I'm not sure how it is in other places in the world, but to be a part of this transition into like a potential future for, to help people. And he's, he's really big on that. And I, that's why I, I vibe with people like that. I, I feel, I view the world in a very similar way. So it's exciting. Uh, this web. Yeah. Theory. I mean, it's, it's definitely a new avenue for people to survive. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, you talk about so many people in the Philippines that are playing uh, actually like, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's their job. I mean, just heck, even this space of the NFT, like so many people I've met here, yeah, they have quit their jobs just to do this. Right. Yeah. And how amazing that this is possible. Um, but hey, I mean, this is brand new space. People, people can totally make it here. Yeah, I, nice. I I saw a post on Twitter the other day. Someone's like, "Hey, thanks to Remnants, I bought my first house." It's like a young, yeah, younger guy. That. You saw, saw that, that too. Uh-huh. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, that's that's a beautiful thing, you know. Um, it's a beautiful world to to be able to like change people's lives in that way and on on all scales, right? Like you can, it's it's a great thing. And I think a lot of the co- the cool thing about Solana too, at this at least at this point, like a lot of the quote unquote whales are really young. Like they, they mm-hmm. hit it big with, you know, betting on the right projects at the right time. Like a lot of the monkey dog people are really pretty young. Mm-hmm. The, the ones that came in a little later are older, but the, the core group of them, they're all in their twenties. Like uh, some of the other guys are, are a little older and much more mature, but you know, there's a, there's a, a group of them that are just, yeah, they kind of hit it big and now their lives are changed forever, you know, almost generational sure. wealth creation. And they wow. continue to reinvest into the ecosystem buying new projects and trying to test things out. So it's great. Yeah. And I always, I always like see, see a lot of people doing these same ideas about like, you know, like about a house or about a car and you're right. right. A lot of these guys are young and, and I really hope that they make smart decisions. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's always my concern is that yeah. they run into all this money all of a sudden, what do they right. do? They go out buy an expensive car and, um, I don't know, whatever. I'm sounding like a booker, right? But no, we're, like, we're, we're I, old. Yeah, we've seen that happen a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that's always my concern. Is yeah. that I hope that they just don't squander those types of things. Yes, yes. It's it, you, have no fr- you have no context when you're 20 and you make a million dollars. You have no context of how incredible that is, you know, for like you right. talk to someone our age and like you stumble into a million dollars. That is like life-changing for you and your family, you know? Like it's like, me, I don't have to worry about a mortgage anymore. I don't have to mm-hmm. worry about, you know, paying for my kids education and things that's it's life changing. But if you're 20, it's like, yeah, I can buy nice cars and I buy my, buy a nice house. And then it's all gone instantly. Uh, I've, I've met people that, so I'm not going to name who it is, is, but it's uh, somebody that I've met through, through all this NFT things. He told me that he actually became a millionaire at, at 18 
because of crypto. Like he was buying Bitcoin and selling, buying and selling things with Bitcoin when he was very, very young, like a teenager. And then with the last crypto bull market in 2018, he actually had a net worth over a million dollars and he lost it all gambling. And then he built it back up through NFTs. And so it's like, you know, you have stories like that. And so like people like that, they're going to win no matter what. Like if you, if you can do a comeback like that, you'll be fine. But there will be for every one guy like that, like that's as legitimate as that guy, that guy's stories. There's going to be like a hundred that did that, got a million dollars and then lost it all and wasted it all. Never going to get it back again. So you really need to be prudent with your money. You know, it's never a bad idea to just stick them into something safe. You don't need to keep rolling it all back, all the profits back in the NFTs all the time. But yeah, Yeah. but it's cool. It's funny. It's funny. But yeah, it's it's one of those things you can always say it, right? Always tell people that, but if until they know or have that experience, that boomer experience whatever yeah. you want to call it they're not exactly gonna understand they'll just be like yo i'm young now this is what yeah. i'm gonna do now and so that's yeah, yeah. fine that's totally fine at us right. i mean to some respect like if you're young you can always make it back like money is money yeah. is not like time like time you can never get back you can always earn more money in the future but but definitely man like if, if you can afford to take some off the table you should you shouldn't feel like you need to bet it all on black every single time um but <laughs> I think, uh, like you said, we we at the beginning of the podcast, I always put the disclaimer in the intro, like you know, never invest more money than you can afford to lose. And then I go on YouTube during this whole Olympus Dow pump, and I see people. I put thirty thousand dollars into Olympus Dow. You know, this is my projected <laughs> returns. Like, no, what are you guys doing? You know, like it's not. There's a reason why people say over and over again, never put more money than you can afford to lose, because there's a chance that like Olympus Dow it goes to zero, like Wonderland it goes to zero, like Invictus Dow it goes to zero. So. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's really something to to be aware of that and be smart and prudent about it. You know, like uh, I was thinking about Jay Leno. I don't know if you know his story. You know anything about Jay Leno, the comedian? Uh, he he told I don't know what where he did it, but basically he said that he's always had throughout his entire life he's always had two jobs. And so when he first got into comedy, he was working at like a car dealership or something, or a car some kind of car. I don't know if it was detailing or dealership or something. And then he was doing stand-up comedy. And so he would, he, would ha- he would have income from his job and then income from stand-up comedy. And then he would live off the lower of the two and, and, sa- and save the rest or invest, save the rest. And so in the beginning, his job was paying him more than his comedy. So he would live off comedy and then save the job income. And then when he became more successful as a stand-up comic, he would live off the job income and then save save the stand-up in, in, uh, comedy income. When he got the Tonight Show, he lived off stand-up comedy and invested all of or saved and invested all of the money from the Tonight Show. So he said he never spent any money from the Tonight Show that he ever made uh, mm. this whole time. So that's why he has all those cars and stuff because that's how he lived his life the entire time. So he's like, I've always had two jobs and I've always lived off the the smaller amount and saved the rest. Save the bigger one. And so I think that's a great way to just think about it, right? If you're going to do this, you know, if you have a job sure. and you're making a, a, t- a shit ton of money in NFTs, live off your job and save and invest. And I, we, the word invest is dangerous here because we call what we're doing with NFTs investing, which is kind of, but not really. It's more speculative gambling at this point still. But uh, yeah. yeah, if you're, you should probably 
think about that a little bit. Like approach your life in that way. Finance. We're, we're sounding like boomers here giving life lessons to young kids. <laughs> which is completely what we're doing, which is fine. Yeah. yeah this yeah. is our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're a bunch of old guys talking about this stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't know. Did you, was there anything else, any other news that caught your eye over the past week other than OpenSea, Tom, and Solstead's based on Raptors? I, I didn't really catch uh, anything else that was super interesting that minted. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, I don't remember anything much else that I, I did mint. There was only, I forgot. Yeah. But there's only Raptors and there was one other one that I probably, uh, not, not that important. <laughs> yeah. Just taking a flyer on something that you thought looked cool. I mean, that's, yeah. that's also a thing. You, you're telling me about like some kind of like Yaku Monkey Dao collab a little, uh, a little while ago when that kind of pumped the oh. price of Yaku a little bit right after we put up the last podcast. I think it happened. Right. We were, I was talking about how Yaku their uh, prices were kind of just like going down because I guess because nobody was actually seeing anything get, being done or announced and stuff like that. But then soon after our podcast went, they announced that they made a first partnership with Monkey Dow. And I, I, I don't know if it's true that it's Monkey Dow's first partner, official partnership with any other project, but that's what happened. And so they, I guess, built Monkey monkey dow a a tower in their metaverse and it's a pretty sick looking tower you know like when you look at their metaverse stuff the way their renderings look it's it's pretty pretty good like it's real nice but um so yeah that that shot that up and then i mean i guess ever since then it's it's been doing pretty well all their assets have been doing pretty well um they finally released their staking although i don't really know what what that means anymore (laughs) 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 to say that somebody has staking like I guess it's that like just everybody has staking, some... right? It's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that just means it's it's got a coin, which we yeah, always has, knew about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. Uh, do we know when their avatars are minting? Uh, not yet. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Still waiting on that one. Right. But uh, uh, yeah. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of other things. I, I mean, mean, it's like my... the news has been overwhelmingly. OpenSea and Tom, so it's like hard to concentrate yeah. and focus on anything else other than that. Right. Um, I mean, we were in quite a, we were still in quite a dip, I guess, last week, right? Right. But yeah. Now it's like <laughs> euphoria. Not at all. Yeah. 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 Everything's back up. Yeah. I was kind of telling, uh, not to get off topic, but I was kind of telling you, um, off the air, like how hard it was. You know, like all the, I kind of realized why a lot of NFT collections don't look super great. And it's because building this project that I'm building, I've come to learn that a lot of artists hate NFTs and crypto. <laughs> like they think mm. this whole space is a scam. Even if you have like good intentions to try to build something beyond an NFT collection, I, I guess they've been approached and burned, been burned by so many of these people trying to trying to build these kind of like scam projects, which we were talking about earlier with the evolution of the space that it's really left a bad taste in a lot of really talented artists' mouth. And so and also there's a lot of FUD around NFTs in general. Like if you watch YouTube or watch the news, it sounds very similar to uh, the FUD around the internet in the, in the early nineties, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a challenge to, to, to get a good artist uh, to, to do things for you. So and for my project, we got super lucky with the guy. He's, he's fantastic. But so yeah, it, just for anybody, if you're wondering why a lot of these NFT projects don't look that great, it's because if you're not an artist yourself, it's really hard to find good people that want to work on NFTs. 
it's incredibly incredibly hard i guess uh, it's it's pretty obvious with given some of the art that we see <laughs> these days <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but uh but yeah man like i don't know if you'll give i don't want to turn this into like a promotion for my project but we're working pretty hard on that check it out if you want to check it out i'll le leave a link in the show notes i won't show it too much here but i'm pretty sure anybody who's interested in it wants to get on now they're not going to regret it in the future but do you got any any mints for this coming week? I, I know that you're talking about uh, Tombstone Society or to Tombstone yeah. High Society. That's coming mm -hmm. up uh, tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. What is the, why do people like that one other than the fact that it's weed-based? Is there any that's other pretty reason? much it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's definitely one of the catalysts. Um, it does have that, D-Gods kind of look to it. Uh -huh. um, and I, I don't remember if anybody said some, there, there was some sort of relation to that, but they, they obviously have some kind of collaboration because they, they, they're having some, they're doing some things with, with the dust. Right, I did and, see that um, in their server that there's some kind of D-Gods dust thing going on. Yeah, and so I think the owner, he, he had bought a D-Gods just so that the, the that the tombstone DAO eventually will be able to have some dust in I their see. own vault. But um, yeah, I mean, it sounds like they, I mean, it looks good to me and it sounds like they could potentially have some good collaborations um, going. And I mean, to that regard, I've, I've liked all these projects that are actually starting to work like proper collaborations, you know, like, cause mm -hmm. at least this builds up that, um, that larger community, you know, like I know a lot of people even like in the beginning of Solana, I was always like, oh, it's about the community, right? Yeah. But then I feel like at some point it eventually became like, oh, well, our community is better than your community. Right. right. This, this DAO is better than that DAO. So I'm starting to appreciate more of these other projects that are saying, no, 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 no. We're not doing this thing. It's a us versus you. It's mm -hmm. more like, hey, how do we work together to actually make this whole entire Solana ecosystem nice? Yeah. And like something that, that we can do all together, you know? So I, th I feel like the one, this is one of those projects that might be trying to do that. Um, so we'll see, right? I mean, it is another uh, uh, another weed project so, and they all seem to be doing pretty good. I, I think there's like a whole handful of more weed projects coming out. Yeah, I but, saw um, Stone, Stone Shiba Club is coming out next week too. Oh, That's see, another. I thought you were going to say Stone Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah. that's another that's another project that's coming out. Okay, is that coming out next week too? I I'm not really sure. Okay, well I should look that up. I'll put in the show notes. Oh no no no! They're, sorry, they're coming. They're coming way later. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Stone Shiba's is coming out, but I don't endorse it or recommend it. I just know that it's another weed based NFT project on Solana that's minting soon. So <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really have anything else on my calendar. Like I'm looking. No. Uh, what else? Do you have anything else? No, not really. Like I, I've been just mostly focusing on whatever I have, whatever like good blue chip stuff I have. Yeah. And um, I've been kind of just consolidating stuff, you know, selling things off and just building up. But like, it's so sad. Like I, I, I've really been contemplating whether or not to get an SMB. I really wanted to get one with a mining hat, but yeah, then yeah. obviously now it's like boom. It's yeah, I know. It's we're back. a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot harder now. I know. I think I was telling you, like, I don't know, man, if you should buy one. You got uh, when when it was kind of low, you know. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. man, it might have been a good idea to buy. But that's the thing, right? Like during that time when it was 
a good buying opportunity was also the most uncertainty uh, of the mm-hmm. future of SMBs with the FUD, with the the Dow battling the team. I think they got it sorted out now. I've seen some mint on voting things in the Dow. I haven't mm. looked, to be honest. I've just been too busy with other things. But yeah, I mean, it's back. It's, we're SMBs are back again like as a verified blue yeah. chip. We're not going the path of uh, some of the other projects. So it's cool. Or it looks close to 300, I think, right now. Yeah. So. It's nice. Too bad I only got one still, <laughs> but I mean, whatever. It's be- one is better hey, than none. Nice. Yeah, yeah. One is better than none. Yeah. But uh, yeah, do you do you have any like uh, projects that you're trying to get into during this consolidation period that are kind of reasonably priced that you think, oh yeah, that's a kind of good idea. For example, like I think people are betting on Soul Citizen, Soul Stead Citizens because of Tom. I mean, that's expensive. Like to me, that looks expensive now just because of the fact that it was point one like a week ago, mm-hmm. you could have bought one mm-hmm. and now it's three point whatever. But do you have anything that's kind of like, um, that's, that's reasonable. Oh, we forgot to mention cats on crack is ridiculous right now. Oh, it was such a bad yeah. idea to sell that at my one at six. It was a cool looking cat cat too, mm-hmm. but I just saw the thing crashing and I was like, I got to get out. It was a bad, it was, it's at 20, 30. What is it at now? 30. It's ridiculous. Is it 30? Yeah, I think it's like 20, maybe. I'd be I'd be really upset if it's at 30. <laughs> I, I'm gonna pull it up right now, but I think it's close to 30. If not, it's okay, it's a 21. It's a 21. It's not a 30. Okay. It's 20, okay. Yeah. It still hurts, but not as bad as 30. <laughs> but that's the thing though. I think people expect it to go to 30 within the next few days or so. But yeah. I, you know, that's the maybe. thing. It, with when something's at 21, it becomes really like you're, you're putting quite a bit of money now into something just for the chance that it goes up to, if it goes up to, to 30, that's less than like a 50% increase in, you know, what you put in. So mm-hmm. the risks become a lot higher, but if you're ex- fully expecting Castle and Crack to be the Board Ape Yacht Club of Solana, which I've heard a lot of people in Monkey Dow at least betting on, you know, it becoming huge, like at that level, mm-hmm. then I guess $2,000 is, yeah worth the shot i guess but man that sure. that's that was a that was a blunder selling my one at 6.6 for a cool cool cat. even mine i felt like it was it was decent like mm-hmm. um what is this collection it's like 69 yeah 100 yeah. um like that, yeah. yeah and i think mine was like top 2000 which isn't terrible but anyways um it looked all right <laughs> so, but i just didn't i just didn't like the way they 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 presented themselves, you right. know, like their roadmap and all that stuff, which was nothing really. It was a lot um, of bravado and bravado yeah. without substance. It was kind of it, you know, like it kind of just is it just hype? Is once the hype's gone, yeah. you know what's gonna happen? But man, people are buying right. it. I saw someone like I saw like a board ape yacht club holder buy a cat today on Twitter. Oh, yeah. So so that's that's what I'm wondering right now. It's like what is it? What would make it get to that level of, you know, board ape yacht club. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know if it's just like, if we see a bunch of other board apes buying it or what, you know, if it, so basically to me, it just sounds like it's going to be an influencer pushed um, rise. If it, right. If anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I still struggle to see the true utility of board ape yacht clubs. I mean, and I'm not alone. Like Vitalik came out and said, like, oh, board ape yacht clubs are like is like gambling. He basically said, like, he didn't view them as as something that should be sought after and valued as, from a utility or economic standpoint. It really is just flexing your wealth at this point. 
the, that's the utility sure. of, of board ABI clubs, flexing your wealth and flexing your, how cool you are to people that like NFTs. Right. Um, so I'm not sure. That's, like, yeah. To, to me, to that point, I feel like that's fine because it, ha- it has somehow established itself to that, to be that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't know if you can do that with another project. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's, that's why it's, 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 it would seem so hard to do that again, unless you have a, a secondary level of coolness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of what it was, right? Like CryptoPunks was the original wealth flex. Mm. You know, if you own mm-hmm. the punk and you had a punk as your avatar, you mm. were like, holy shit, he has a punk. And now uh, Bake bought punks. Like they bought punks and me bits. So mm-hmm. board apes are like the the king now. You know, they're they they've they've put punks, crypto punks under them as like in terms of ranking. And so I right. guess is it still cool to have a crypto punk as your avatar now, or is it I don't sure like you what you're saying is right. Like, you know, I, I mean I, I mean yeah. for SMBs, we've had like Steve Harvey owns SMB and like mm-hmm. and I don't know, like but that doesn't really seem to do anything. I think Alexis Ohanian owns the SMB too, but he also owns like punks and board apes too. So yeah. I think it's funny how a lot of people, they say like, Oh no, Steve Aoki bought something. That means we're at the top. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So so celebrities buying don't necessarily always mean a good thing. I suppose it depends on who it is. (laughs) I think, I think that's part of why normal people hate NFTs too, is that, you know, like you see, celebrities buying a $300,000 NFT, essentially like a big, they view it as buying a JPEG. Yeah. I can see why people think that's gross. You know, it, it really is just a, a flex on your, your wealth and your, um, for, for that extent without utility, but that's the thing. People don't know that there's all types of NFTs and NFTs do different things depending on who's running it. But, uh, but yeah, cats on crack. That was a bad call of selling mine at 6.6. <laughs> I, I really, even if I just had one, I should have held it. Cause it's not like I needed the money either. It was just like, Oh, you know, sure. like what the difference between six soul and one soul for me, I was like, yeah, I mean, it was a nice little quick flip. Cause I think I sold it right after I minted it, but still, you know, paper hands, paper hands kill. Yeah. No worries. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I don't, yeah. So I don't got anything. Do you have any, um, sorry to get off topic again, but do you have any projects that are like, oh yeah, that might be like a good entry now. Like, you know, taking a look at that. Um, I mean, in terms of secondary, I don't really think I have anything that's, that's like a, a really good call or anything. I still like Yaku and as a slight potential, uh-huh. um, but I don't know. At the same time, I get a little worried about the metaverse play. If, if they don't come out, if they don't start delivering, um, then it becomes worrisome. But if they can at, 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 a, at, the, at the current rate, then I think they could do well, um, especially if Portals is still sitting at like seventy some. What is Portals? Yeah, they're at. I think 65. Portals had had a little mini pump recently because of the yeah, uh, yeah. Open C, yeah, sixty sixty seven right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yaku should be a fun one to watch because the team, the team is seems to be have have the credentials to build what they're trying to build i don't i haven't done much research mm-hmm. on portals on the team for portals so i'm not sure about that but uh, yeah yaku might be yeah. a good play i like them um other than that um, the big question is always astrals what's going on with them yeah they weren't Since on they the list they weren't side. on the they weren't on the first list of projects adding to OpenSea. yeah so that's why it's a little confusing you know 
So people at OpenSea don't like Shaq or something. Why? Why didn't they get <laughs> Astros? I don't know. But um, yeah, Astros back to ten point nine as we're recording this. It was at twelve last night. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, I don't really have anything else I could. I, I typically pick up everything that I think has a decent potential. It's it's a pretty high conviction play because you're yeah. gonna have to pay a lot for it. But yeah. everything else, chuck yeah. yeah. on as normal. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like you don't if there if there really isn't like cheap high conviction things because if it's cheap, that means there isn't enough people that have high conviction. Uh, in yeah, the project usually most of the time, unless it's and 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 you're and then at that point you're kind of banking on Soulport Tom buying so, so like Soulsteads and to citizens rocketing from point one to three like that's gambling. That's not investing. So really, yeah. is that that kind of makes sense a lot of sense. Right. I suppose the only thing that I that I have that that I like that is cheap is is still Solaris, but oh, yeah, I mean definitely. they're kind of like a metaverse type play. But I like it more just because it's you can display your NFTs in a <laughs> proper gallery. You know, yeah. like I've always liked that. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a utility for NFC collectors play. Right. Oh, it's at one point exactly. one now. It went up a little bit. It was at like below. Yeah. yeah, it went up a little bit. So yeah. I have to buy one. I didn't buy one yet. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing, nothing much else going on. It's, it's a good time to have been invested in NFTs. Uh, hoping you, everybody who's listening has been doing well and, and, uh, taking your profits if you need to. You know? Yeah. It would be a shame to take profit. All right. I guess we'll cut it. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll cut it there and, uh, that'll be good for this episode. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to the show. If you want to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at Focused Alpha NFT. All right, see you in the next episode.